0: bring the beat in (laughs) all
1: right welcome back to episode six of waste and wild this um this is kind of a special one that's been on maria's heart she wants to talk about the attributes of God. And so, um, of God slash character of God slash character of God. Um, and so, yeah, we'll just, we'll just let her start with it.
0: Well, before I get into that, um, you need to answer a question. Yeah. Since our first episode, have you finished your Bible reading? I did. You did.
1: I did. I finished, uh, the shred 2022. I finished it finally. I got the, like the little Bible badge on you version, little, you completed, you've read, you've read the whole entire Bible. So, um, so that was good. So I don't know a, if we can allow
0: you to call it the shred because it was after 30 days. Yeah, I
1: definitely didn't shred anything. It was, it was more of a leisure uh, leisure journey <laughs> to complete it.
0: <laughs> so this year, and you guys are welcome to do it with us. We're doing the shred 2023. We're going to read the Bible in 30 days. We'll post the plan to Instagram. We'll figure out how to do it. But you have like, what, four, five months to think about this. Yeah. You have to mentally prepare. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things. So we're letting you mentally prepare and pray about it right now of how you can read the bible in 30 days.
1: But what's the purpose? Cuz that, cuz that's something I didn't understand and that's also why it took me so long cuz I was like why why do I want to do that? Why what's the purpose of, of doing insane? reading the bible in 30 days because what a lot of people have said is I can't process any of it. I can't process and you'd be correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, you ready for the answer? So the idea is to get a 50,000-foot level, like you're flying over the plane, and you're getting the main ideas. So the idea of all the main ideas is to see how the Bible is one unified story that leads to Jesus, and you start to see all of these connections you didn't notice before. And honestly, it's such a good challenge. I do better when I'm challenged. Like, it'll get me through with the Bible (laughs) In, in a quick amount of time, so I know I'm getting all of God's Word. Another thing one of our pastors said, it's, he goes, it's like reading and getting, like, a drink from a fire hose. <laughs> like, it's just at you all the time, but you're still getting, like, not yeah. fed, but what's the word? You're still getting your water. You know, it may be a fire <laughs> yeah, hose, yeah, yeah. but you're still getting fed. God's word is alive and active. Yeah. And there's things that hit during the shred that won't hit at other times.
1: That's true. I yeah, I agree. Yeah, when I when I read it even as I was just listening to it zoning out, I didn't, you know, retain a lot of it. Um, but there were a lot of things that did stick out. I was like, "Oh, whoa, I really liked that the way that was worded or I had never heard that from the Bible or I really liked that's that's a lot of that's good wisdom right there." And then I'd kind of go back and I'd be like and then I'd read some context of what that verse was because it resonated. So, yeah, I see your point there.
0: Well, one thing I learned the first time I did this shred was that Boaz's mom was actually Rahab. I didn't know that.
1: I didn't know that either. Isn't that sick? I don't even know who Rahab is.
0: Okay, Rahab's <laughs> the, the lady in Jericho and then okay. she let down the red, l- the red rope so that the two spies could escape. Okay. Before the Battle of Jericho. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like she helped those two spies escape and then she became Boaz's mom. And then Boaz married Ruth, and Ruth had King David wealth three generations later.
1: Oh. Yeah, right. Okay. Shred.
0: okay. Well, cool. anyway, back to connections of the Bible, which leads into our topic, is when you read the Bible through like that, you keep seeing themes and commonalities, and one of those is God's character. Yeah. And actually, fun fact. The most quoted verse in the Bible is actually of God's character, which is found in Exodus thirty-four six.
1: Oh, ex- Exodus what?
0: Thirty-four-six. 34,
1: 6. What does it say?
0: So it's uh, this is the Bible project's translation. So it might be different in NIV NLT, but it's Yahweh, Yahweh, a God compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and overflowing with loyal love and faithfulness. And what's really cool is you keep seeing these characteristics and this verse all over the Old Testament. It's like in Jonah, when Jonah's like all mad at God, he's like, I knew that you were a compassionate and gracious God. And he like totally tells off God's character in his anger.
1: Interesting.
0: And then it's cool, too, in the Psalms, we keep seeing the characteristics of faithfulness and unfailing love over and over. It's actually the most times they're like repeat in the Bible. Mm. I don't remember the exact numbers. It was like over a hundred times each in the Psalms.
1: That that faithfulness is repeated?
0: Faithfulness and then unfailing love. Oh, wow. Which unfailing love in the Hebrew is chesed
1: yeah Yeah. it's the how how do you spell it because i that's something that frustrates me is when 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 podcasts say greek or even sermons they talk about the greek or hebrew they say like and you're you're like like, what how do you spell that and you try to google it and nothing comes up yeah how does it spell
0: well according to bible project because english right there's no yeah that's fair right translation it's k-h-e-s-e-d
1: Chesed. Chesed. I yeah, I remember writing that down. I think I think Kent did a sermon about Chesed, characteristics of God. And it was so intriguing. So I wrote that down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the unfailing love of God. And you see that uh characteristic also in the book of Ruth, and how she is shown unfailing love from Boaz and how he treats her, lets her pick and glean in the fields, feeds her, and eventually marries her when he had no oblig obligation to do so is chesed.
1: Chesed. Yeah. Yeah, I have okay, I just pulled up my notes from that. It was May twenty fifth, twenty twenty-one. That was the sermon. Yeah, I remember. I think it, that was I when
0: down. I was preaching with Pastor Tony actually.
1: Oh yeah? Yeah, that okay. Engine? Maybe it was. Yeah, Kiss said, loyal love, the combined ideas of love, generosity, and endured commitment. Endure, yeah. Describes an act of promise keeping loyalty that is motivated by deep personal care. Yeah, that's what I wrote down.
0: Yep, that's the definition right I there. Love that. And that's that's God's loyal love with us. Yeah. He has no obligation. He had no obligation to send his son so That we may be in right standing and have a relationship with God, yet he did so anyway.
1: yeah yeah so the, so attribute of God is kissed so which can be <laughs> <said, laughs> which can be so love kind of loyal love bra- yeah okay, so broken down into loyal love I w- yeah okay and then and so that picks out the abounding in love part of that verse mm-hmm. and then the compassionate and gracious God. Or what other examples of that?
0: Slow to anger.
1: Slow to anger. The Lord
0: is so slow to anger when you see Israel's story throughout history and how they keep falling away, turning to idols, sacrificing their sons and daughters. I just can't get over that. Mm. And he's slow to anger, giving them a chance to turn back to him till finally they're sent into exile. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But anyway, back to God's attributes. Uh there's just something so precious or I don't know what the real the word I'm looking for realistic is. When I'm just in a bad headspace or things are going wrong, when I start quoting God's attributes and character of God, like it just puts everything into perspective. Everything else seems to fade away. It's like, okay, yeah, God is sovereign. Yeah, God is full of unfailing love. Oh yeah, he is faithful. Yeah. He's going to see me through. Oh, yeah. He is Jehovah Jireh. And so when we proclaim his names, there's something, or kind of like worship where we are lifting up his name and glorifying and honoring his name. There's just this perspective twist, I guess, for lack of a better word, of of things that are happening. And you just, it's just a reminder. I was like, okay, I can rest in this.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Jehovah Jireh, that means protector. Provider. Provider. It Provider. will be seen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: And we see that name of God come up in the story of Isaac and Abraham when Abraham took Isaac up to the mountain because God asked him to sacrifice his son. And then, right as he was about to do it, then a ram was in the thicket, and we see the name Jehovah Jireh. It will be seen too. It was provided; God provided the sacrifice, so Isaac wasn't
1: okay. Do you, What are your <laughs> this a little sidetrack? What are your thoughts on? Do you know who, Arthur Pink?
0: never
1: heard of the name okay i think he's a theologian <laughs> but he wrote a book about it called the attributes of god Ooh. um it's on my reading list i haven't read it yet but it's uh as, of- as many books are are on my reading list and i just have not read them but it's specifically i haven't written down attributes of god in modern english because there's because it's an old book names. so it's in modern english so it it's it's almost like like a very um it it's easier to understand basically because I think it was written I don't know eighteen hundreds or something. Oh, like so. a
0: C.S. Lewis, and you're like, what is he? It's
1: dense, right yeah, now? super dense. But I don't think it's too many pages. I think it's a good. It's it might be a good read. I Kay. have no idea. Amazon. I'll let you know when I read it.
0: Look at Amazon <laughs> later.
1: Yeah, yeah, but.
0: But what got me on the attributes of God is I was um, working with our stu- uh, not student kid leadership team at the time, and and just working with them and for myself, I was like how can we worship someone we don't know? Like we'll learn everything about the celebrity, like their favorite food, their eye color, favorite song. And like when it comes to the things of God, we don't. Mm. Yeah. If you juxtapose the two. And so when we worship something is when we make it the main thing and we're all obsessed about it, blah, 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 blah. And we do that with celebrities. Um, And so when I was reading a book on, on teaching worship to students, they're like, you need to... The names of God together, and so we just jumped in and learned the attributes of God. And it was just so cool seeing the kiddos and how they're like, Oh, yeah, God is amazing, God is beautiful and creative, and just seeing how, as they learned his attributes and characteristics, it was easier for them to enter into worship
1: by knowing him more. Knowing, knowing attributes. him, him attributes. and his
0: characteristics. And we see that through all yeah. the prayers of the Bible too. How do all the prayers start? God, you are the creator of heaven and earth. We see that when Sol- Solomon's prayer, we see that with Jehoshaphat, when the uh, some bad guys were coming and going to destroy the kingdom. He just starts off with who God is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had always prayed a while ago. Um, I, I would always start off with like, God, you are the great I am. The
0: great I am, gotta sing the song, the great I am, do you
1: the remember it? I, uh, the great I am. <laughs> <That's>, I, <laughs> <laughs> I should do a voice changing, here, do it again. <laughs> no, 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 there we go, the great I am, it's in another key, it's in another key. We got a new toy, so it's kind of <laughs> fun to play with, anyway, so, <laughs> but, um. That was so bad. <laughs> or this one, the great I am, there we go. <laughs> okay, it's just like <laughs>
0: Exodus chapter 3, even Moses. When Moses. Moses meets God, and he's like, I am. Moses right. is like, who are you?
1: you? <laughs> I am. It's not even that That's low. That's not you go. that cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I would always pray the great I am. Or, you know, God, you know, I pray that we, we realize that you are the great I am. Um, and then I kind of realized, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, I, I never really understood what that meant. The great I am. Like it, it, it sounds powerful sounds and I cool. still like it. Sounds cool. But what does that even mean?
0: Well, we even see that in Jesus when they're about to rest him in the book of John. So there's the seven I am's in John. So like, I am the good shepherd. Mm. I am the light of the world. Okay. I am the gate. And then John ends, if I remember correctly, excuse my memory. He ends the I am's with when they're about to rest Jesus He goes, I am. And like, they're like afraid and fall Mm. to the ground and tremble. But I love the idea. I've heard this once. I don't remember how accurate it is. Is I am could be, you could follow that with any adjective. I Mm. am loving. I am good. I am generous. You could follow that with bad things too. But when you take a step back, God is, I am all of those characteristics.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Of Exodus 34, six in that sense.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: That's what I've heard. Probably should look into that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, that. I mean, that's fair.
0: Okay, now I gotta go back to John. So we see the I am appear in Genesis three, when Moses meets the Lord in the burning bush. Yeah, Jesus says I am in John eighteen, when when Judas is betraying him. Yeah. Yeah. the The bad guys ask, "Who are you looking for?" And again. They said Jesus the Nazarene, and Jesus says, I told you that I am he, and since I am the one you want, let the others go. And he did this to fulfill his own statement. I did not lose a single one of those who you have given me. Hmm. Trying to see where they Oh yeah. When Jesus said, I am he, Judas portrayed or er, Judas who portrayed him, was standing with them, and Jesus said, I am he, they all drew back and fell to the ground. That's just so cool.
1: Mm. I like that. Yeah, I they mean, all
0: drew back and fell to the ground when he said, "I am Jesus of Nazareth."
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's definitely, yeah, like it resonated with me. And then I kind of got into this mode of, uh, I I want to know what I'm saying and I or wanna, singing or when singing, it comes to worship yeah. music, yeah,
0: we probably should know what we're saying.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to know what I'm, what I'm praying, uh, when I pray it, because you know their prayers are powerful, and so I. So it, th- that's kind of where that started. Where I, but thank you for sharing that. I, I had no idea. <laughs> You're welcome. That was
0: fun. I <laughs> love those things. Yeah, but it also reminds me of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Again, that's who He is. It's where He's at. Hallowed, holy is your name. It's mm. it's just that's a praise or an attribute of God.
1: What are, are there any attributes of God that they that are talked about in the New Testament? Just, I mean, I know there are, but well, we see that, that have...
0: in the character of Jesus. Yeah, and yeah, his gentleness and how he he was a servant. So we, we see those same characteristics. We just see him acted out.
1: Mm. I I like um, I like one word that somebody used for an attribute um, of Jesus is is meekness. Yeah. Um, it's strength under control. Strength under. control. And because uh, meekness is like often that. taken so like wimpy, like in a bad meek way. and wimpy, but. But those are so separate of each other. And I think meekness um, has a derogatory term for some reason.
0: Or same with humility. It could be the same.
1: Yeah. 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 Operating operating under controlled strength and humility, hmm. I think, is is a definition of meekness for Jesus. Um, but I think people have kind of made it this derogatory thing where it's wimpy or just kind of like shy. I don't know.
0: But from a biblical point of view. It's not at all. Yeah. What well, do you think of Jesus? Even when he was being arrested and tried, he did not say a word.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think controlled, can
0: think about how controlled you have to be <laughs> Yeah. to not respond to what they're jeering at you, what they're saying.
1: And to be, be accused. So that's, that's something that I he always, he
0: didn't utter a word.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's something controlled. I struggle with is, is uh, like, cause I, I, I want to work hard on my own character and so when, when people misjudge my character or they call me something, or I mean that doesn't happen too often. But when people, you know, they kind of peg you as a certain type of person, yeah. And they don't really know you. They don't really haven't gotten to know you, um, and uh, that frustrates me. You <laughs> so want to stand up for yourself in that yeah, moment, be like, be like, yo, bro. I work so hard, you know. Like, but uh, you know, that's having a sense of meekness. And whew, okay, you know what? Brush it off. It, water strength. off a duck's back. <laughs> all the all the terms, water on the ridge, all of it. It's just so operating under controlled strength and humility, and just kind of maybe what they say. Okay, okay, take that into account. Why did they say that? And and then kind of look back. I don't know. So I always have to do that because that's yeah that's probably something that frustrates me the most in my own life is when people peg me the wrong way. I don't know if you can relate. Maybe you can. Maybe uh, can.
0: yeah, as a lady in ministry all the time. Mm hmm. We'll end that right there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to close it right there.
1: (laughs) I mean, we are coming up in 17 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. We probably should close this out.
1: Maybe we do close it. Do do you want to close it? Do you want me to close it?
0: trying to think of a good way to close it. So no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, When times are tough, there is power in declaring who our God is. Um, Going over the characteristics, going over the names of God, it just seems to put everything into place. And no wonder songs like Waymaker become so powerful during COVID because it is declaring who God is that despite everything that's happening, my God is a waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, and so much more. So we wanna encourage you no matter where you're at, declare the names of God, declare his attributes. And everything seems to fall in our place when we declare that our God is sovereign over all. He's in authority over all things. And at the end of the day, we're supposed to come to him and he'll take care of the rest. So I hope this encourages you as it encouraged me today is something that was on my heart. So have a great week and we'll see you next time when you listen to Waste and Wild.
1: All right. Thank you for listening to episode six of Waste and Wild, where we talk about the attributes and characteristics of God. Something that was kind of on Maria's heart this morning. Um, uh, if and just a reminder, this is kind of a jumping-off point. This is—it's hard to answer the attributes and characteristics of God in a um, twenty-minute episode of. of so um, so we want you to be able to discuss these things with your friends and your pastors and just kind of as a jumping off point. So we kind of gave you kind of the first part where it mentions the attributes of God. And we just we just challenge you to just kind of explore that a little bit more. Um, and so if you've got any questions or comments or topics that you want us to talk about, we've got an email. If you send those to wasteandwildinfo at gmail.com, we will get those there. We also have a website. It's wasteandwild dot org. You want to check that as well. We got a lot of Bible reading resources up there in our resource tab. Um, So yeah, thanks for listening. Catch us next time.